It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. This is the Region 1 Sports Report with Brian York and Chris the Guy. Presented by the Rock, Royal Oak Chevrolet Cadillac on Park Avenue in Paducah. On 99.5 The Fan. It's Region 1 Sports Report. It is your Tuesday, the 22nd of October edition. Brian York, Chris the Guy, and as always, presented by the Rock, Royal Oak Chevrolet Cadillac on Park Avenue in Paducah. An absolutely awesome day today. Beautiful weather. Absolutely. Sunny, mid-60s. This is where it's at for me. I had my first... My daughter's eighth grade this year, so it was her last year doing middle school cheer. So my first basketball game last night, St. Mary versus Carlisle. Yeah. So it's already here. It's here. It was fun, though. It was fun being back at the gym. Yeah. Yeah, I can't wait. Can't wait. It's going to be fun. I'm actually going to miss the first Graves game of the year because I bought my son tickets to Monday Night Raw that night. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So, But still, can't wait. It's fun. And by the way, speaking of basketball... Uh, we've been asked. I've actually been asked several times mm-hmm. on when we're going to do the previews because yeah, I we had, gotta start working on that. Brian. Well, I had a couple of guys at the McCracken game actually talk to me about uh, what was it last week? We talked about the rankings, mm-hmm. and one of them said, "Hey, I really liked your basketball preview," and I went, "Oh, that's not it. That was just us talking rankings." Right. And then I had another guy say something about that, and then say, "When are you going to go in depth?" <laughs> well, went, well, you know, and here's a. I guess it's pretty much a good time to offer this invite. I actually talked to uh, Wes Overstreet, St. Mary basketball coach. He was at the game last night, and he's you know ready to come back on when we do St. Mary preview. So I think this is a good moment. If you are a Region 1 basketball coach and you want to uh, get on the program here when we preview your school, we'd love to have you down for an interview. It might not air that day. We got somebody in the back corner here distracting you, Brian? Yeah, I'm, I am not paying attention to All right, but, uh, but yeah, we definitely want to offer that invite out. If you are a Region 1 coach, and if you can't make it, if you wanted to send an assistant, that'd be cool as well for boys and girls both. Uh, by the way, being asked on when we're going to do the basketball previews, we will start doing those the 11th. All right, November. you got it so, locked in there? Yeah, uh, because we want to let uh, the football playoffs, everybody will be in that first week. We want to let that take its moment. Let and it then breathe. We'll, yeah, and then we'll start doing basketball previews after that because that will only give us about two weeks. Mm-hmm. So we've got a lot of basketball teams, a lot to, more than yeah, football. To, to preview basketball because uh, you got Thanksgiving that third week and we're both going to be out and unavailable for some shows. So uh, that's when we'll do basketball preview. But until then... We got a lot of stuff to talk about today, not basketball related. Mm-hmm. We'll take a look at the uh, AP rankings versus the RPI rankings in football. All right, I think that's going to be fun. We'll talk about uh, we'll do our helmet stickers today, right? And then we'll talk a little bit about soccer. And we had uh, Coach Donnie Heath from Marshall County on mm-hmm. yesterday. If you want to go back and catch that, but we'll actually talk about their matchup today as they start the uh, state tournament. So. Right. Lots of fun on the docket today, so let's just get into it. Let's, let's look do it, at Brian. the uh, the AP rankings are out. So here's how we'll do this: I'll talk AP. I'll let you know where everything stands on the AP side, and then we'll go back through it and look at how does that compare to the RPI. Right. All right. 
So let's do this. In Class 1A, only because they are close enough to us to matter, how about Crittenden County? They come in at number 10 this week. Nice. I think deservedly so. this is on the AP? On the AP. All right. Uh, Was not ranked a week ago. Haven't been ranked for a while after they hit Mm -hmm. that three-week losing streak, but now back in the rankings. Now Class 2A, Mayfield, because Lexington Christian's still up there at number one, Mayfield's still number two. So they're number three in the RPI. Well, here's what happened. Last week, Lexington Christian was third. Mm -hmm. Now they're one. Wow. Are they undefeated? No. But they uh, apparently... The voters believe they're better than Mayfield enough to jump them. So instead of Somerset going one to two, or one to three, and then Mayfield and apparently Somerset goes three, they swap places with Lexington Christian. Mayfield stays. You know, it's another ironic thing, another you know butterfly effect, if you will, of that early loss to McCracken is, uh, or, or McCracken's early loss to Bowling Green, rather, is that because of that loss. Even though we know how good McCracken is, the, we know how good the team who took down Mayfield is, they were not quite that team before. But when you look at the rankings, I think it's hurting Mayfield almost as much as it's hurting McCracken. Yeah, but here's the thing. So, Lexington Christian beat Somerset. Mm-hmm. They were 1-3 in three in the rankings. So, they flipped them. Mm-hmm. Mayfield, a couple of weeks ago, beats the, the number 5 team and can't get no love out of that. Right. So make that make sense. Oh, well. It's about right. You're probably splitting hairs at that point. I would uh, still expect Mayfield to be in the championship game if, as things stand today. Right. So now here's the thing. Mayfield's got a shot at Murray this week. Murray comes in at number eight. Mm-hmm. That'll, if, help if Mayfield, That'll help him. That'll help him. If Mayfield rolls Murray, I don't care that Lexington Christian beat Somerset. Mayfield will have beaten two top ten teams in about a three-week period. Right. you got to put them number one. Right. Uh, to me, the fact, again, that you just flip those two teams because they beat each other, I've told you before, that makes no sense to me. Mm-hmm. Lexington Christian moves up to two. Somerset loses their number one ranking, and Mayfield holds tight at number one. Right. That's how you, that should go. However, Mayfield two, Caldwell County now six, Murray now eight in Class 2A. Um, dropping down, Class 3A. Paducah Tillman comes in at number seven. Uh, they were ninth last week. Okay, okay. So they have moved back They've up. They've bounced up a little bit from that DeSales loss. And we'll talk about that because the RPI and uh, the, the RPI AP... The RPI loves Tillman. The AP are quite different for right, Tillman. Right, Class 4A, uh, Hopkinsville at number 9. Again, that's more of the local tie, so they come in at number 9. That's where they were last week. Class 5A, not a, not a soul to be mm-hmm. seen. And then Class 6A, McCracken County was 7 last week. That's where they wound up again this week. Again, I don't think it's that far off from the RPI, and we're going to look at that too. Well, the other problem is you got a lot of good 6A schools, especially on the eastern side of the state. So that, you know, we, we know how well McCracken has played, but again, you take that early loss to Bowling Green, which I think is the one that's going to be the trickle down effect for, for them and maybe for some other teams that they've played. But, uh, but yeah, I, I think they're a very good school, but you've just got so much talent bunched up there at the top of that uh, 6A. Agree. Uh, here's one thing that caught my eye, and this is no disrespect to Ballard Memorial, but they didn't get ranked, but they got votes. What? In Class 2A. <laughs> For what? <laughs> Existing? I don't get it. I don't get it. They literally, because I thought, well, that means Were Louisville. they confused with the other Ballard? That's what I thought. That must be what it is. That's what I thought. Apparently not. Because Louisville Ballard is 6A. I still think they got they had to be. They got votes now. 
does that mean maybe they're a one win team am i right here's the thing i don't like this when you get a vote and you vote on local schools just because they're in that class yeah. you're like i gotta I'm, I'm the local guy don't do that right they don't deserve votes it was like there was another instance recently where another publication picked the, the local team picked to the, the local team which was really nowhere near as good can, can we just say picked fort campbell to beat murray right Nobody in their right minds would expect Fort Campbell to beat Murray. And if you're paying attention, if you're doing your job, you should not do that. I mean, what are you trying to go, oh, the Fort Campbell people love us so much? I mean... They're in our region. we got to pick them. No. No, you don't. Why are you doing this then? I've said it before. When you are a broadcaster or you are specifically hired by that team, Mm -hmm. that is one thing. So, for example... You cannot hold it against Joe Jackson to vote or Braves Eric Tumbler or, or right. Jeff Waters. I almost think they should not allow them to vote on their games. Right, but you can't hold it against them. When Jeff Waters picks Marshall County every week, that's not because he, let's be honest, that's because that you have to. Right. You don't not pick. Uh, you were rooting same, for that team specifically. Same thing with, with, with Joe and Graves. Same thing with Eric and McCracken. Same thing with every bro- Brett and Tillman. Right, same right. thing. You have to. If if you called games for Fulton City, you'd have to pick them every week. Mm-hmm. You just would. But if you're a somebody who is not attached to those teams, right. I don't care if, if you, you are the Paducah son or, or us even. Right. I wasn't going to actually mention names because that's not who did it. No, that's not who did it. That's not who did it. But It was an out-of-region publication that covers Fort Campbell. But that's my point. Just because you cover a team doesn't mean... I mean, listen. How did you pick Fort Campbell over Murray? Mm-hmm. Now, I, I've given uh, uh, some people a hard time. I, I, I know Eric Chumbler Friday night was giving Joe a little hard time because he picked Dyer County over McCracken. Yeah. Yeah, that one deserves a little uh, flack. But, but, but so did a few other people. Right. It's not like it was unanimous. It's not like he was the outlier. Right. Right. He wasn't the only one. No. Uh, I still think it's crazy, but he wasn't the only one. I thought it would be a better game. Mm-hmm. I thought McCracken would win by a couple of scores. I didn't think they'd blow him out. Right. So, again, it just goes back to, to bring the argument full circle, it goes back to Ballard Memorial probably got sure. votes because there was probably some votes given to them because it was like, ah, let's give them some love. No. Right. No. No. You're a one-win team. No. All right. So let's figure out a way to get this back. Uh, <laughs> AP versus RPI. Oh, that's what you're doing. That's AP, right. I forgot all about that. Yeah, because the AP does not matter. It just doesn't. The AP really does not matter. It's all about it's the all RPI. It's all about news stories is the only thing the AP has right. any effect on. So when you go class 1A, remember Crittenden County was 10. They're 11th in the RPI. Mm-hmm. And then you look at the top 10, and maybe with the exception of where somebody is placed, very similar. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's go 2A. In 2A, you have Mayfield 2, Caldwell 6, Murray 8 in the AP. Mm-hmm. In the RPI, you have Mayfield 3rd. Mm-hmm. You have Caldwell 5th, and you have Murray 9th. Mm-hmm. So you're what? With Caldwell and Murray, you're one spot off? Right. With Mayfield, you're one spot off? Right. So and, close still. And the teams ahead of Mayfield are, are Christian Somerset. Right. Who are literally sandwiching Mayfield in the AP. Mm-hmm. It's hard to complain about that. that. Right. Uh, however, Ballard Memorial, who somehow received votes in the AP, is 28th in the RPI right. out of 39 teams. Right. And I'm kind of surprised they're that high. Yeah, because they're only wins against Fulton City. Right. But they've played a tough schedule. They have played a tough schedule. They have schedule. played a tough schedule. We'll give them that. I'll we'll give, you give that. them that fully. 
going down to 3A, here's the discrepancy. In the AP, and this again kind of proves that bias we keep pointing out, in the AP, Tillman is 7th. Mm-hmm. In the RPI, they are number 1. Right. They're nowhere near. And they're it, like way like the numbers are really high for them. Yeah, they'd have to lose like two or three more games to really take the a RPI. Dip. Loves Tillman. The RPI is very much in their favor. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a good thing that that's what counts for their sake. Yes, the just, RPI thinks that Tillman is going to play in the state championship. And here's game. the thing: everybody's punishing them for losing to DeSales. DeSales is fourth in the RPI. Right. So, is what it is. Tillman is number one. I'll give you the overalls in a minute because that's really mind blowing too. Uh, 4A, what do we have? Hopkinsville. That'll be kind of the tie. So Hopkinsville in the AP is number 9. In the RPI, they are number 10. Okay. So again, the only again. one... Again, I'm if telling you... Two within a, two points, it's good. Or two slots. Tillman, I feel you. Yeah. Because you have been the one outlier this year that has been the biased against I think the season. RPI has Tillman maybe a little overrated, and I think the AP well, yeah, has Tillman very by underrated. It, by its formula, it probably has Tillman in the right spot. Mm-hmm. True. But the AP all season has been just neglecting Tillman. No, you're totally and right. let's be you're honest. totally right. Has been neglecting McCracken. Yes, exactly. All right. But where do they stand? That's where we go to next. 6A, McCracken in the AP comes in at 7 in the RPI. Let me click away here. McCracken County comes in at 6. Okay. Again, right there. I think they're about. I think the, that's about right. I think if I'm voting, and I've really looked at a lot of these teams because 6A is where we know the least about because a lot of these top teams come out of the Louisville Lexington area. Right. If I'm voting in the AP, I put McCracken around five. Mm-hmm. So the RPI's got them at six. Mm-hmm. Um, ahead of them, Trinity, Central Harden, Dupont Manual, North Harden, and Mel. Now here's the theme for those teams: McCracken is six and two. The only other team with two losses is literally Trinity, a spot in front of them. Right, Go but the th- RPI also has them going to the state game too, correct? Uh, going in the second round, uh, the fourth round. Okay, okay, okay. Here's the thing, though: in the AP, Trinity is two; they're only one spot ahead in the RPI, mm-hmm. and Saint X at five and three is ranked six in the AP, McCracken seven, mm-hmm. and the RPI Saint X is ranked eighth. Right, so it gives them some love for their schedule. But it punishes them for the losses. Sure, and it should. And the AP doesn't. Yeah. And that drives me crazy. Simon Kenton, 5-3. and three. They're a spot behind McCracken in the AP. They're 13th in the RPI. Right. So, lean it now. Marshall County is 28th in the RPI in 6A out of 32 teams. That's about right. Yeah, I think so. Real quick, just because we didn't hit them at all, I do think Graves deserve some love. They're a much better football team now than they were. Did they get any the votes? Uh, not in the AP. In the so R- wait a minute. You want to tell me that Ballard Memorial got votes and Graves County and Graves County didn't? That's a flawed uh, AP there. Graves County fourteenth in the RPI out of forty teams. I think that's about right. That's about right. I think if had they beaten Owensboro, which again that's a big win, Owensboro's fifth. Mm-hmm. Had they beaten Owensboro, you clearly should have had them voted on in the AP, and they would have been a top ten team in the RPI. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's the difference. All right, let's take a break. We got more on this. We got helmet stickers and uh, soccer and so much more coming your way on Region 1. This last tax season was one for the books with several surprises. Some of those surprises were not so pleasant because some people or their tax person were not prepared for the changes. Hi, I'm Dean Owen. I'm a CPA and a certified tax professional. That means we're experts in the latest tax strategies and laws to help our clients keep more money for themselves 
After all, it is your money. We can probably help you too. Look us up at owncpa.com. That's owncpa.com. Financial solutions you can rely on. Dean Owen, CPA. I'm Larry House and French manager with Hilliard Lines. Wealth management is about improving lives. And for us, that's a passion that goes beyond the work we do. That's why we're proud to be part of Baird, a trusted financial services firm that shares our commitment to giving back to the communities we serve. I invite you to learn more about Baird and what this powerful partnership means for you and Paducah. Hilliard Lions is now a Baird company. Learn more at hilliardtobaird.com. Ah, the taste of summer is back. Slushies have returned to McDonald's in delicious blue raspberry, sweet peach, and fruit punch. And oh, by the way, get your donut sticks before they're gone. What a sweet way to start the day. And your favorite sandwiches are now on sale. Two for $5 quarter pounder with cheese and or Big Macs. All of that and more only at McDonald's. In Paducah, Calvert City, Mayfield, Murray, Draftonville, Benton, and Metropolis. You have a need. Something may be missing in your life and you just can't figure out what it is. You need God. You need the love of Christ, a church family who will encourage you. It's Dustin Campbell, the preacher at the Broadway Church of Christ in Paducah, located at 2855 Broadway. And I would like to invite you to join us on Sunday mornings at 930 for worship. We have Bible classes for all ages following the worship assembly. At Broadway, you will find Bible teaching, loving fellowship, and a group of people striving all after the same prize of heaven. Here comes the pitch. My team at The Rock will assist in getting you behind the wheel of the car or truck of your dreams. A beautiful pitch. That was a great play. Just like the deals you can find at RoyalOaksPaducah.com. That's a hit up the middle. You'll score big on the deals at Royal Oaks Chevrolet Cadillac. Check out RoyalOaksPaducah.com. That's a home run from The Rock. Royal Oaks Chevrolet Cadillac, Park Avenue, Paducah. Your schools, your report. The Region 1 Sports Report. It's Region 1 Sports Report, our Tuesday edition. Brian York with Chris the Guy. Uh, as always, take, a, take care of some business here. Presented by the Rock Real Oak Chevrolet Cadillac out on Park Avenue in Paducah. And uh, you can download this show each and every day. If you get it live on 99.5 The Fan, we certainly thank you for that. But if you missed a moment, missed an episode, want to go back and catch it, you can anytime, any day, all episodes on uh, anywhere you get your podcast. Mm-hmm. Also, follow us on social media, Twitter at Region 1 Sports, on Facebook at Region 1 Sports Report. All right. So, Chris, talk about our, our – seems like we talk about food on the show a lot because we record this when we're hungry. Right. I'm starving right now, like in it's, fact. It, to let, pull the curtain back, we're recording this at 1.08 right. in the afternoon. And here's the problem. We've been in here for two hours. Right. There's days where we can come in here and we can knock this thing out in an hour. Right. And there's other days where we just go on and on about weird random stuff that some people might be interested in, but it's probably not appropriate. I think the best podcast out of us and best show out of us comes when the microphones are off. Yeah. But we also can't air that. Right. So... we can't get it sponsored. Let's right. just put it that way. Irregardless, we're kind of hungry. I saw this story and I was like, see, this is me every day. And this is the battle mm-hmm. of when you're in high school and you can eat whatever you want with no consequences versus when you become an adult and you have to watch what you do. Right. right. All right. So I'm going to pose this question to you. If you could eat like a kid for a full day with no consequence. Yeah. What would you have? 
Here's where I get in trouble with this. Yeah. I feel like I eat like a kid every day. You do. I've got candy in my office. Right. You got chips all the time. I've got you know what I have for dessert every night? Fruit snacks. <laughs> you seriously have fruit snacks. I like for some reason the great value smiles. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what the official I think tangy smiles. Because they remind me of fruit snacks I used to have as a kid. Mm-hmm. And I like the blueberry especially. And I will have two packs of fruit snacks every night for <laughs> two dessert. Packs? Two packs? What's like like eight in a pack? I mean, I'm an adult. <laughs> the packs are for kids, man. I got to uh, double the, quanti- the the size there, the portion. That's true, I guess. Yeah. All right. So. Anything you, I want to eat. Yes. Um, I used to be able to like polish off a whole pizza. I'd probably do that. I, and I'd probably have some ice cream. But see, again, that's... I don't know how many nuts in the last two months that I've had half a pizza and a bowl of ice cream. <laughs> so this doesn't apply to you. I'm telling, One day, you were just going to balloon up, Brian. Everything I thought about, I'm like, I've already had that. <laughs> Where do you get your metabolism, boy? First of all, I have to do a lot better managing it now than I used to. Sure. I've told this before. I graduated high school... Five foot eight and a buck thirty soaking wet. Mm-hmm. Graduated college five foot eight and a buck forty five soaking right. wet. I was probably twenty six or seven before I cracked one hundred and fifty pounds. Yeah. Now now I'm much heavier than that, and now I have the risk of, even though I'm not gaining a ton of weight, where the weight is going. Right. So now it's and like, you're not going anywhere. I'm up. not growing. Right. Right. And I don't play sports, so it's not like I'm like keeping it trim. Mm-hmm. So like I can gain weight now, and it's fat. In high school, you'd gain weight, but it'd be like trim, right? Right, and so, you could also cut it immediately instantly. too. You do anything, and it's off. My, my wife, we've been dating since I was a sophomore, mm-hmm. and that was back when I played football. Right, and sophomore in has, high school, mind right, you. Right, right. So she has a picture. One of the first pictures we have as a couple. We were at my grandparents' cabin out near the lake. Mm-hmm. We're walking up a hill, and somebody grabbed a picture of us. I'm wearing, you know, cargo shorts, tennis shoes with maybe like tube socks were the thing back then, right? Sure. And she always points to that picture and she goes, your calves are the biggest muscle on your body, which my response is, number one, I played football. My, you know, number two, I was bones. Right. Any muscle would have stood out and that just happened to be where my muscle was. That's all you had. <laughs> That's all I had. Uh, irregardless, I have to watch my weight more now, but I still eat like I did in high school. Well, you, you had a whole sample pack of popcorn last yeah, week. Yeah, I had three bags of popcorn last week in one night, plus a caramel apple. <laughs> plus a caramel apple. Last night, I had very healthy. I had uh, chicken, uh, corn, and a rice cup. Okay? I followed that up with a cosmic brownie, <laughs> kettle, this- kettle popcorn, and a uh, caramel apple. So, see, with meals, you can eat healthy. It's the fact that you have to eat junk food junk, around right. the meals, t- so you can have a very indulgent meal. I think that's why I'm able to eat healthy. Like, right. look, at, look at his dinner; he's eating carrots, and it's like, yeah, wait till dessert. Just wait. Give it an hour. So, okay, I'm so, eating cosmic brownies. So yours would be pizza. This I thought I'd this was some fried food too. I'd probably get right. in on the fried food. For or breakfast, I would just go to like Chong's buffet <laughs> for breakfast foods. The most votes were yogurt. What? I'm like my I, like Greek yogurt is like the healthiest thing in the world for you. Right, like that triple zero. I don't see how that. I'm, I'm assuming they mean like the good yogurt. But you know what I mean? Like yogurt the, in itself isn't that bad for you. I'm saying, yeah, it is. Like regular yogurt with all the sugar well, like if and you stuff buy in the it. kind that has all the crap. It, yeah. I'm but, saying if you're buying the healthy yogurt, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, but there's the good yogurt. But the good yogurt's not indulgent. 
Like I'll, I'll eat some yogurt, but I've never been like, oh my gosh, I need a yogurt right now. Bacon. Like, would you ever choose yogurt over ice cream? No, exactly. Just like I never choose custard over ice cream, and I like custard. I like uh, I could choose custard over ice cream. All right, bacon, egg, and cheese sandwiches was another one. And okay, ice, and I still ice, eat those. Ice cream for breakfast. No, I wouldn't want to do that. But this is if you could eat like a kid. Yeah. Think about when you were a kid. If you could have had ice cream for breakfast, you would have eaten ice cream for right. breakfast. For lunch, pizza, fried chicken, and burgers, which I feel like is my lunch every day. Anyway. Right. For dinner, pizza, fried chicken, and spaghetti and meatballs. Okay, eat those things. That's what I'm saying. That's nothing. Uh, ice cream, chips, and fries were also top snacks. I feel like that's my snacks anyway. And then desserts are apple pie, milkshakes, and chocolate chip cookies. There's nothing on this list I haven't had in the last month. Yeah. That says something, Brian. All right. Taking a break. Coming back. Helmet, stickers, and more. Region 1 Sports. You're in the middle of another Region 1 Sports Report. Sponsored by Ivitz Plumbing, Dean Owen, Broadway Church of Christ, Baird Financial, McDonald's, Edwards and Couts, Lake Kim Community Federal Credit Union. On 99.5, The Fan. The Region 1 Sports Report. Follow us on Twitter at Region 1 Sports. Region 1 Sports, time for our helmet stickers. Every Tuesday we hand out four helmet stickers total to each to some of the bigger performances of last Friday night. And we'll do that now. Uh, Chris, usually I'll let you go first. I'm going to go first this week. Take it away. I'm going to take Franklin Hayes because of I was there. And I, well, I saw it. Right, He passed the eyeball test, first of all, on how good he played. Yeah. The stats backed it up. 155 yards receiving, two touchdowns in that win over Dyer. He caught a couple of balls that were fly routes that just, first of all, give Elijah Wheat credit because mm-hmm. he put the ball perfectly in his hands. But Franklin Hayes, he also had a couple of runs uh, after the catch where he made some guys miss and look foolish. Mm-hmm. So I'll give Hayes the sticker. Again, I saw him. Right. My eyeball saw it. Plus, the stats back it up. Uh, good for him. Congratulations. That's my first one. All right. I'm going to go uh, Tillman's Jaden Freeman. 216 yards receiving and two touchdowns in their victory over Union. You know what's been amazing about Tillman is at first it looked like Freeman and Ford were like the dynamic duo of running the football. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden you look up and Freeman's not getting near the carries that he was, but right. he's catching the football. You know, again, haven't seen him lately, but probably a lot of those were out in the flat you know well and that's a part of their offense that they right. need it's to slinging utilize the football to the right. outside and let him catch because they're not gonna they're not a downfield throwing team right. they're a get the ball into open ground and make people miss and, and probably the pass is just enough in front of the quarterback that it counts as a reception versus if it'd been behind him sure and it's not uh, freeman on the season 670 yards receiving 756 yards running wow so he's, he's, got, a, he's got 12 touchdowns running eight receiving so he's got a chance to even that up with as many receiving touchdowns he should at least be in the conversation for mr football i mean Mm -hmm. he's a senior right i got that right right i believe so hold on because i don't want to get that wrong probably have people yet yeah he's a senior he's he should be in the running for mr football because those numbers are incredible right the fact that a good team and a tough uh district yes And, and the fact that now they've only got two games left so he i mean realistically at 670 receiving, if he has a couple more weeks like he did last week, he's going to break 1,000 yards receiving and realistically still has a shot at 1,000 yards rushing. Right. 
If you can do both, that's that doesn't happen. If very he often. picks up two more touchdowns receiving, that's double digits running and catching. Mm-hmm. And if he picks up even nine hundred in each of those categories yeah. of of yardage, that's incredible. Yeah, good for him. All right, your my, turn. My last one. I'll give some love to Marshall County. There you go. Don't get a lot of it, and they deserve it every now and then. And this one stood out, even in the loss, because they did play better. They had the game won. They were up by three scores, couldn't hold on. I get that, but this guy had nothing to do with it. Luke Wyatt, 129 rushing yards and two touchdowns. Nice game. Good for him. I wanted to get uh, some put that in perspective real quick before we move on. So for Marshall County, Wyatt on the season – 53 yards a game. So anytime you have a game where you go well beyond that, mm-hmm. that's pretty good. Again, two touchdowns, that gives him a total of four on the season. He doubles well, he his doubled touchdown. his output. He he basically, I mean, he's, you know, what, 35% of his total came in that one game on his rushing yards. And uh, so good for him. Marshall doesn't have a whole lot going on offense, and that's that's good to see. I'm going to find another shiny spot in defeat with uh, Murray's Hunter Utley. Who had 385 yards and three touchdowns, 27 for 39. They did not lose that game against Caldwell because of Hunter Utley's play. No they, interceptions in that game. They either. have not lost either of their two games this year because of a lack of plays on offense. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you score 35 at home in a loss and then 40 at home in a loss. Right. That's alarming. It is. That's concerning. I said it yesterday. I don't mean to be harsh. That defense has got to man up and find a way to stop people. Right. Because in your two losses, it's been basically on you. Especially with as dynamic as their offense is. I put this it's, in perspective. It's difficult to shut Murray out, but right. can they stop you? Murray's offense in that loss, going back to this past week against Caldwell, Utley does not throw an interception. Mm-hmm. So there's no turnover there, right? right. Those 12 incompletions, but he had a good stat line. Right. Oh, 385 yards and three touchdowns is, but even, is great for anybody. The problem is, apparently he's on his back quite a bit. Six rushing carries for negative 43 yards. Mm. And then you look at total touchdowns. You've got two rushing touchdowns for the team. They scored three in the air. That's five TDs for that offense. And they lose. Yeah. And then you go back against Graves County. They score 35 points. Offensively, he throws one pick. That's it. Yeah. Three touchdowns in that game, over 200 yards. Now, the running game was not very good that game. Mm-hmm. You can't point to the offense. Mm-mm. He and is one of the top two or three quarterbacks in the region. Easily. Not even close. Yeah. Uh, and then against Trick County, they go to Trick County, give them their first loss of the season, score 64. Mm-hmm. That defense has got, listen, the defense looked good against Callaway, Marshall, Union County, and Ballard Memorial. And they should. They gave up 17 to Fort Campbell. It was a blowout. Who knows? It was that scrub time, probably. Sure. Uh, Thirty-eight to Graves, twenty-seven to Trig. Yeah. Again, that's sixty-four twenty-seven. Yeah. But that defense, you talked about McCracken needing to bow up. McCracken did. I watched it again Friday night. Mm-hmm. McCracken had a quarter and a half where they bowed up and just put the hammer down, and then maybe made some subs, got a little laxed, got a big lead, let Dyer County make some plays, had to kind of adjust again. Right. That's been who McCracken is. Right. Mayfield has sort of, no matter who they put in, they've brought the defense every week. Murray has not brought defense yet. No. And that defense should be way better because they got some And that's going studs. to hurt them in the playoffs. And that's that was my concern with McCracken before. They've shorted it up. Murray really needs... Let's just say, Murray, it's going to be a difficult game this week for them against Mayfield. But if they can at least slow Mayfield down some, 
that'll be a good sign. It's going to be tough to beat them. But if you could make it a 10-point game, I think that's a good sign for them. I don't think they can. That's the challenge. I don't think they can. I don't think they can either, but that's the challenge. The hurt that Mayfield put on Caldwell at Caldwell, mm-hmm. the fact that Caldwell comes back against Murray at Murray and does it, that, to me, had that Caldwell game come four weeks ago, yeah. different story. Right. I don't know if you've got four days to sure it up enough to beat Mayfield or even compete with Mayfield because Mayfield's going to come out at home. Right. You're their last sort of beat our chest and beat a good team opponent. They're going to do it. That's what they do. I mean, here's the thing that concerns me. Mayfield's pass attack mm-hmm. defense has actually not been that great this season. Mm-hmm. It, it, the game to McCracken, it wasn't That's good. True. Had Tillman been able to throw the football, maybe could have beat him then. Right. So if you can, it's throw almost da- a game of whose defense shows up. If you can throw downfield, you got a shot against Mayfield. But I don't think Mar- Murray's defense can even slow him down. Yeah. At this point, I've got no faith in Murray's defense to stop. That's him. a good quarterback uh, show off there. With oh, the, watching those two guys yeah. playing the football is going to be fun. Yeah, that's why I'm going to that game. Yeah, so looking forward to it. I don't think it's going to be 28 nothing at the end of one like it was with Graves. And Mayfield. every game you show up to, it's you to get like, all right, this is going to be the good one. No, where do I go now? Somehow. So we'll see what happens. Somehow. All right, let's see what happens. Let's take a break. We'll come back. We got a little bit more as we wrap things up on Region One. Here comes the pitch. My team at The Rock will assist in getting you behind the wheel of the car or truck of your dreams. A beautiful pitch. That was a great play. Just like the deals you can find at RoyalOaksPaducah.com. That's a hit up the middle. You'll score big on the deals at Royal Oaks Chevrolet Cadillac. Check out RoyalOaksPaducah.com. That's a home run from The Rock. Royal Oaks Chevrolet Cadillac, Park Avenue, Paducah. I'm Larry House and branch manager with Hilliard Lines. Wealth management is about improving lives. And for us, that's a passion that goes beyond the work we do. That's why we're proud to be part of Baird, a trusted financial services firm that shares our commitment to giving back to the communities we serve. I invite you to learn more about Baird and what this powerful partnership means for you and Paducah. Hilliard Lions is now a Baird company. Learn more at HilliardToBaird.com. Ah, the taste of summer is back. Slushies have returned to McDonald's in delicious blue raspberry, sweet peach, and fruit punch. And oh, by the way, get your donut sticks before they're gone. What a sweet way to start the day. And your favorite sandwiches are now on sale. Two for $5 quarter pounder with cheese and or Big Macs. All of that and more only at McDonald's. In Paducah, Calvert City, Mayfield, Murray, Draftonville, Benton, and Metropolis. You have a need. Something may be missing in your life and you just can't figure out what it is. You need God. You need the love of Christ, a church family who will encourage you. It's Dustin Campbell, the preacher at the Broadway Church of Christ in Paducah, located at 2855 Broadway. And I would like to invite you to join us on Sunday mornings at 930 for worship. We have Bible classes for all ages following the worship assembly. At Broadway, you will find Bible teaching, loving fellowship, and a group of people striving all after the same prize of heaven. Talking your teams. This is the Region 1 Sports Report. Region 1 Sports, our final segment, our Tuesday edition, and uh, soccer day. Yeah, big day for soccer. Big day. Uh, Marshall boys and girls, regional champions, get their state tournament run started tonight. For the girls' side, because, again, we kind of previewed the boys a little bit yesterday with Coach Heath. For the girls' side, they will take on Greenwood tonight at 730. Mm Mm-hmm. 
The boys will have uh, their game at 5 o'clock. So they'll be staggered both in Bowling Green, which is great for the fan base. Oh, that is awesome. So you've got... They should uh, have a nice turnout. you got the Marshall fans going there. And it's going to be a great, great weather for it, too. Oh, phenomenal tonight. Uh, so let's look at... Marshall County's girls are three-time, three-peat regional champions. Mm-hmm. But they have been knocked out of the first round of the state tournament the last two years. So this is that round right <laughs> tonight and they've got greenwood greenwood comes in at 19 2 and 3 on the season they went 10 and 0 in their region they're really good mm-hmm. it's gonna be tough they're really good their losses this season are to evansville memorial and assumption which are also typically really good right it's gonna be a tough game match however you want to phrase it uh however Marshall County's pretty good too. Mm-hmm. How about them at eighteen and two and four, thirteen and one in the region? Their only regional loss uh, came to Callaway County back on August twenty second. That was a one zero game to what turned out to be a good Callaway County team, right? And then they lost to Madisonville North Hopkins. That's a game they should have won. They should have won it handily mm-hmm. and lost four to one. They're pretty good. They've had a lot of shutouts this season. You look at that close scores, a lot of zeros in that column. So, I, you know, look, I don't know enough about, don't, didn't see them play to do the eyeball test. Tradition of Marshall County girls soccer. Making the regional tournament three years in a row is sort of a standard. We, should happen. Right. Losing in the first round three years in a row would be an anomaly. This team's good enough to win, but they're also playing one of those. And by the way, they played Greenwood to a 2-2 tie on oh, September 14th. All right. It's going to be a good matchup tonight. Let's go, Lady Marshalls. On the boys' side, we talked about it yesterday, but they've got Warren Central tonight. That game at five o'clock. Marshall County on the season twenty-two and three, undefeated in the region, fifteen and zero in the region. First time since two thousand twelve that they have gone wire to wire in the region. And when they did it, then they made it all the way to the state championship game. So, can history repeat itself? It it already has to this point. Can right. it continue? Warren Central on the season. Again, this being at Bowling Green is going to make things interesting. Mm-hmm. But Warren, or I'm sorry, yeah, Warren Central on the season, they come in at 19-4-1, and 11-2 in their region, uh, and also really good. Yes, yeah, it's not going to be an easy feat for either team. They're going to have to earn it to make it on to the next round. Warren Central lost twice to South Warren back on the 12th and the 14th of September. That was their only two losses in their region, they beat South Warren twice to end the season. It's a good soccer team. Marshall County, though, is healthy. That We learned that yesterday. Mm-hmm. They've got uh, – they're ready to go. I mean, they've got uh, some hosses, so let's see what happens there. Again, this is the first time they've won the regional in quite a while. 20th time overall in the program's history. We've got volleyball going on Districts, right now, too. District, District underway. And, again, we'll get more into that as they get into the regionals. Mm-hmm. Uh, but big night for Marshall County Soccer again. The boys play at 5, girls play at 7.30. And uh, as we get scores tonight, we'll try to pass them along as well. And, of course, we'll try to talk about it tomorrow. Sure. So there's that. Um, man, I had something else. Oh, by the way, a big discussion. We're going to get into this tomorrow. Somebody had kind of – I was messing around on the Twitter mm-hmm. last night, and somebody had talked specifically about how Kentucky should do this, and that is implement eight-man football. Right, right. So eight-man football, I didn't know much about it. Mm -hmm. I knew that it was a thing. Mm -hmm. That was it. Um, So it's it's genuinely, generally, 
used for smaller schools, smaller programs. Right. It's a way to get them a football program. A lot of rural states do it. Even populated states do it. A lot Texas, of populated Florida. states. California. Yeah. Uh, there's even six-man football. Don't go that far. Right, right. But eight-man football, let's get into that discussion. We'll do that tomorrow. So be, you're out there and you want to do some research on it. What? Go watch the highlights. Mm-hmm. It's the same, but it's not. What do you think World Series starts tonight? Any prediction? Astros in five. I'll say Astros in six. I was leaning five. I could see it. The Astros are just so good. They're all, first of all, their starting pitching can go toe to toe. The Yankees couldn't. The Yankees have got well, here. He, he, I think you give the edge here, to the if Nationals. I'm a, if I'm a Nationals fan, and this is what I'm worried about, because I've seen it. Baseball is such a routine oriented game. They've had quite a bit of a break since they locked up the NL uh, yeah, but, pennant. To me, that just gives rest to guys who have been there, done that. Uh, I watched it happen in the uh, the know, World Series. I've seen it happen before. When you have me, that, let me, when let me you t- sweep. But let me tell you this. If I'm drafting a team from everybody that's in Major League right now, mm-hmm. and I've got my team in the playoffs, and I can have any pitcher go game one, right? year to year, I want Max Scherzer. Yeah. And he goes game one. Because you know, Max Scherzer, it doesn't matter if he gets a month off or a day off, he's going to come out and give you Max Scherzer. Mm-hmm. Not what you get with Clayton Kershaw. No. And let's be honest, Garrett Cole's doing it for the first time. Mm-hmm. That's true. It's so, a different ballgame. However, how many times in a season do you look at a Cole versus Scherzer matchup and go, that's really a push? Mm-hmm. How many times would you give the edge to Scherzer knowing Cole's got the stuff, but Scherzer's the more proven commodity? Right, right. This year, it's a push. Right, I agree. Whose offense is better? The Astros. Yeah. Who's had the longer lay- the, to me the layoff doesn't affect the pitching it affects the out- the offense yeah I, yeah I agree and that's what I've seen in the past usually the pitching can deal with it but and it also affects the defense it seems too yeah. it seems like you get a little sloppy when you've had a few days off and Verlander did not look that great his last outing true but you you got Cole Grinky Verlander mm-hmm. ouch mm-hmm. and you got Verlander who's probably going to be the Cy Young this year right. You've got Grinky who hasn't been great, but still you. He's still Grinky. Because that's what the thing is. When you put those guys out there, your team has the confidence. Mm-hmm. So it's not even about they have to have their best stuff, or even a guy like Grinky who may, maybe he doesn't have his best stuff going, but you've got him on the mound and your confidence has got to be sky high as a team. Right. So, which to me is what has elevated the Nationals. Mm-hmm. When they go Corbin, Scherzer, Strasburg. I think the you're going to learn a lot by there. the series, by this game one, by yeah. what uh, what happens tonight. If the Astros can get to Scherzer, and it doesn't seem like they're even phased by who they're facing, and then I think it's going to be a quick series. Yeah. If the Nationals can win or make it a really close game, this could be a prolonged series. If the Nationals lose tonight, they cannot win the series. If the Astros lose tonight, they can. They're still in the drive. I still don't think that necessarily changes things. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think that's the difference in these teams. Mm-hmm. The As- the Nationals almost have to win this game. Right. The Astros don't. Right. But it doesn't mean it makes it easy. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Should be fun. Back tomorrow with more. We'll do uh, our power three tomorrow. Right. Because we're not done with rankings yet. And then we'll do a little 8-on-8 football talk. (laughs) We'll talk some 8-on-8 football. We'll recap the soccer games for tonight. Should be fun. Join us then. Until then, this has been Region 1 Sports. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere 
and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.